Should you scream at a marathon runner to get out and vote while they're on the verge of needing medical assistance? Is everyone in a pair of Vaporfly 4% just smarter than I am? Today on the Rich Moy Runs podcast, a very late recap of my 2018 New York City Marathon experience. Uh, the 2018 New York City Marathon uh, did not go exactly as I planned. Uh, some of the particulars, uh, the official time for me was uh, 3 hours, 51 minutes, and 58 seconds, uh, which was just about a 5-minute personal best for me. Uh, should have been happy about it, but um, definitely wasn't. <laughs> um Everything, uh, or at least everything I thought I was seeing in my training suggested that I, sh- I could have run uh, 20 minutes faster, um, maybe even uh, a little quicker than that, but uh, it didn't happen, uh, and that led to a few other uh, unpleasant memories from the day. Uh, I was not particularly fun to be around for, I would say, pre- I would say about a week, Uh if I'm being, if I'm being conservative, it was probably more like a month. Uh, if you were to ask my wife, uh, I won't bore you with all the details of uh, my training, but uh, I thought it had gone great. Um, I thought I had had a really strong 16-week uh, build-up to the New York City Marathon, and uh, I felt really confident going into it. But then I'm not gonna lie, I did, I did a a few really stupid things, uh, the morning of, uh, the race, um, just things I, I knew that I shouldn't do, um, my breakfast was different, uh, it was something a little heavier, uh, than I had ever had, uh, before any race, really, uh, I barely stretched, um, I, uh, I was so paranoid about, uh, having to pee <laughs> right after the race started that I I spent most of my time uh, before the race getting on and off of lines for the porter potty uh, and then before I knew it it was time for uh, it was it was time for the race to start and I kind of looked around and said oh shoot uh, definitely did not stretch enough if at all and, and uh, I don't know if anyone got any pictures of it I don't know if any of the official race photographers got pictures of this but um I was trying really desperately at the start line to to at least get some something in, uh, and uh, that's kind of when I knew I was in trouble. Um, you know, I uh, I'm not always the best about warming up and stretching, but um, I knew that I was setting myself up for a really long morning, and I was right. It was a really long morning. Uh, never got into a groove the whole thing felt hard and um by the time i got to mile 17 things just kind of shut down and uh i was in survival mode from uh basically the bronx to the finish line which was not fun uh i have a really vivid memory of a friend cheering along central park and uh what i was thinking uh, when I saw her was, you know, thanks for coming out. Uh, 
what a great event this is and what ended up coming out of my mouth was more like um i had forgotten how to use my words and uh was ready for the day to be over so now that i've had some time to uh sort of digest how the day went uh there are three takeaways that i'm gonna i I think that are gonna stick with me for a while um and the first one is you know what was my problem uh (laughs) I was so upset about my time and uh, how I felt. Um, It was still a personal best by a pretty good margin. Uh, I'm not going to qualify for Boston with this time. I'm not going to qualify for Boston maybe ever, but um, it was still a good time. Uh, I had nothing to complain about, and I really should have reset my expectations as soon as I realized that uh, my, my main goal just wasn't going to happen. It wasn't in the cards. Um, instead, I was just sour about it the uh, the rest of the race and the rest of the day and probably the rest of the month. So um, so that was probably the most important lesson I learned from the experience. Uh, my second takeaway is that I'm pretty sure I somehow over and under trained. Uh, I skipped a lot of runs uh, and made some pretty lame excuses for skipping some of them. Uh, uh, some days were really hot, and I'm just really prone to being lazy on hot days. So that was one thing. And then another thing would be I I would have like a really heavy lunch and then just kind of uh, tell myself that I was I was having stomach problems, uh, which I guess I was, but they were they were self inflicted. And somehow, at the same time, I also overtrained. Uh, I was really tired all the time, and uh, as as much as I like to joke about the excuses I made for the days I took off, I probably should have been more strategic about getting rest. And uh, there were there were other days where I kind of just powered through uh, a tough tempo workout or a track workout uh, because all my friends were doing them, and I wanted to hang out with them. So. Uh, that probably wasn't the smartest thing I could have done. And, uh, I really felt the effects of, uh, that fatigue, uh, even on the bus over to the marathon village, I felt really achy. Uh, everyone I was with was talking about how good they felt and refreshed and how they had taken care of themselves. And I just did not have that feeling. And, um, that gave me a pretty good idea that, uh, my friends were going to have better days than I did. And finally, this isn't as much of a lesson I learned as uh, it's more of an observation. Uh, This year's New York City Marathon was a couple days before uh, midterm elections, and people were really eager to make sure that everyone got out to vote, which is great. And I think it's something that that people should be really passionate about. Uh, But man, I at one point was feeling really gross. I forget what mile... I was at, but I was feeling really gross. I hadn't, I hadn't exactly come to a screeching halt. I'm pretty sure it was before that, but I was not feeling good. And this teenager, uh, gets in my face and I'll never forget it. He got, he got in my face and he just shouted, get out and vote. And I, I just couldn't believe it. I, I, I really wanted to say to him, you know, I, I, I promise you, I plan on voting on Tuesday but I'm in the middle of something, but I I couldn't get words out. I mean, I'm sure there are plenty of runners that responded really well to that kind of thing. I, I, I'm just not one of them. I'm really sorry. Uh, so I guess I'll end this mini rant by saying that 
I voted, but I, I have to say it's not because this teenager shouted in my face as I almost threw up on his shoes. Uh, well, I mean, while we're ranting, uh, <laughs> uh, this shouldn't have surprised me, um, but it did. Uh, at the end of the marathon, uh, I, I, had, I had at least a half dozen people congratulate me, a uh, combination of family and uh, strangers uh, congratulate me, but then also say, what was the deal with all the pink shoes? Uh, and for those of you who... Uh, don't own a pair or haven't heard me uh, talk about them. Uh, I'm talking about the Nike Vaporfly 4%. Uh, there's a lot of uh, technology uh, that goes into these shoes. There's a, a really uh, bouncy midsole foam and a carbon fiber plate, which is actually the most controversial part of it. Um, I could get into some of the science, but uh, for those of you who don't uh who aren't crazy enough to run marathons. Uh, they, I'll just say that, uh, these are supposedly designed to make it four times easier to run a little faster. Um, uh, they're controversial for a lot of reasons. Um, the friends I have who run in them even say they wonder why they're legal. Um, some friends have told me that they've been in, uh, not top shape and have managed to run personal bests in either half marathon or the marathon. And, uh, they're really shocked by the fact that they were able to do it in the vapor fly 4% at least without someone pulling them off the course and telling them they had committed some sort of federal crime. Um, some of the pros that I follow really closely that don't run, uh, as, uh, sponsored Nike athletes tend to say that, you know, it, it's just a shoe and, um, that, ultimately the the person who's in the best shape is going to win um and i tend to agree um but at the same time i'd be lying if i said i wasn't at least a little bit curious um and a lot of really smart people are going out of their way to spend 250 dollars on pairs of these things and and every time they release a new color combination of these things they they seem to sell out within minutes the, they're like the Furby of of running shoes, and so I mean there has to be something to it, right? The problem for me is that I I I probably should never even I I probably shouldn't even experiment with them. Uh, I run in uh, what's known as a, a a double E, which is uh, which is in layman's terms means I have a fat foot. Um, and uh, because of the way my foot lands every time I take a step, uh, every physical therapist I've ever seen has uh, more or less strongly advised me not to consider a shoe like this, which for a long time I, I was totally fine with. I, I, I actually took it as a challenge to uh, get in better shape and uh, be as fast as some of my friends, even though I was wearing these clunky uh, support shoes. But now I, I, I just can't help but wonder if it'd be a little easier <laughs> I don't know. Maybe someday someone will want to sponsor an experiment in which I I try to hobble my way around Central Park in a pair of uh, Vaporfly four percents. But until then, I, I I think I'm gonna have to sit this one out. But if you if you happen to be a runner in the uh, the greater New York City area, I, I I do apologize in advance if I um if I gawk at your running shoes um or your Vaporfly four percents before a race. 
it, it, it's not because I'm judging you. It's because I, I, I really am just curious. <laughs> and at the end of the day, I, I really don't think uh, a pair of vapor flies would have would have made my New York City marathon go any better. Um, I think I think there were other factors at play, and I, I, I think I I really just I I was just more exhausted going into it than I, I realized. So would have would a pair of shoes totally compensated for that? I I really doubt it, but I can't help but wonder. As for my future marathon plans, there really aren't any, uh, and I feel really good about it. I I I got peer pressured into entering the uh, the 2019 New York City Marathon Lottery, and the day I found out I did not get in, I was thrilled. And I think that's a good sign that maybe I should take a break from the marathon for a while and uh, learn how to enjoy running again, which, if I'm being honest, was a little bit difficult uh, at the end of last year. So that's it for now. Uh, the 2018 New York City Marathon was not exactly fun, but I'm glad I did it. And uh, I, because I'm a glutton for punishment, I'll probably be back at some point, but uh, not this year. Um Next time on the podcast, I think I'm going to have a little company uh, for a, uh, a Boston Marathon preview, uh, some unsolicited commentary on the, uh, on the elite races, and um, I think it'll be a lot of fun. So until then, thanks for listening, and I'm out.